Welcome to the Health Detective Podcast with Roberto Parker. Join strength and conditioning expert Roberto Parker as he shares his over 35 years of experience in training athletes and helping people achieve their fitness goals. Now here's your moderator, Chris Whiting, with Coach Roberto. Hey everybody, welcome once again to the Health Detective Podcast. I'm Chris Whiting. I'm neither a health nor a strength nor a conditioning expert. But as Paul said in the intro, Roberto Parker is, and Coach Roberto is here with us once again for another Health Detective Podcast. Welcome, Roberto. Thank you. Thank you. It's great to be here, as usual. Oh, my God. Yeah, this is always so much fun. Best part of my week. I love doing this podcast because I learn stuff and it helps people. And this week, we're going to dive into something that you're hearing a lot about in social media and the mainstream media. And this is keto. Everybody's talking about keto these days. Um, Roberto, when it comes to this stuff, I turn to you for my knowledge on this. So tell me, what is keto and why is everybody going on and on about it now? Let me preface it by saying this. There is keto good and there's keto bad. What I don't like about some of the marketing stuff today, I see keto everywhere. Keto, 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 keto. So a lot of people are not doing it correctly. Okay. Now, there are exogenous forms of keto you can take where people think, okay, that's going to throw my body into complete ketosis. I'm going to start burning this body. And I'm sorry, can we, exogenous, can we just say what that is for people that might not know like me? You have an outside source of some form of uh, like a supplement or something you take or that, that can, that can take your body into ketosis so exo outside and i'm going to take it inside okay thank you whereas endogenous means that you're you have to work a little harder to do it but your body internally converts to using ketones for energy okay and so like i said i think a lot of times people are taking some of these exogenous marketing things out there and i'm not gonna say which ones are bad or good some are good Mm -hmm. but they're still not doing the right things in their lifestyle and therefore you're just canceling out what you're doing and your money's just going down the drain so find a professional find an expert who knows how to incorporate it and how to help you incorporate it into your lifestyle and do it the correct way now having said that there are two forms of energy to the that we need for for existence i talked about it in the previous podcast there's glucose was converts to glycogen, mm-hmm. which is used. That comes from usually carbohydrates. Okay. And sometimes proteins. But the body prefers carbohydrates, such as bread and pastas, even mm. fruits, even fruits. Fruits uh, are carbohydrates. The other one is called ketones. Uh, ketones are form from mainly fat sources. In fact, it's all fat sources. Now, you have to become a sugar burner or a fat burner, as we talked about in just a few minutes ago also. Now, if you're a sugar-dominant person, meaning that you're consuming mainly carbohydrates, typically your blood glucose will always be fairly high, and you're going to have a hard time losing body fat and gaining muscle tone. Mm-hmm. And you're going to be more susceptible to diseases. If your body is more towards the way of ketosis, meaning you're using fat for energy, Ketones is a much cleaner burning fuel for the body. Cleaner burning. Cleaner burning fuel. Yes, the body loves ketosis. However, 
it is hard to get into endogenous ketones because you have to do it through a series of fasting, exercise, and discipline. Oh and, boy. And it's and it's a little bit more challenging to get there. That's why the exogenous forms are so popular. Okay. Because people don't really want to work at it that much. Yeah. Basically. So you can you can get throw your body into ketosis, but you have to do it through fasting and I call it cycling. Cycling with fasting and proper nutrition and proper exercise. Okay. Let's so let's approach it this way if we can. You said it's cleaner burning to be in ketosis. Right. What are the benefits? Because to get there, obviously, it takes some work. It's hard. So let's talk about what the benefits are of burning ketones, of being in ketosis, so that people have a goal in mind to work for when they hear how hard it is to get there. Hormones. Your body makes these things called growth hormones from the pituitary a uh, little thing in your brain mm-hmm. called the pituitary gland that makes growth hormones. Growth hormones are the hormones of youth. Oh, I like that. Now, when you make growth hormones, even as you age, you start to lose some of those growth hormones if you're not careful. So as you age, you have to be even more cognizant of the way you're living and eating and exercising and your activity levels. But yes, when your body is more transitioning towards ketosis, making ketones via the liver, you will make cleaner burning fuel, which is much better for the brain. Mm -hmm. It's much better for the joints. It's much better for the tissues of the body. Um, An example would be if I were to give a racehorse, let's say um, some Cheerios. Okay. Okay. It's oats. He'd probably eat them. Yeah. But what's that racehorse's natural form of food? It ain't Cheerios. Yeah, probably whole oats. I, I don't know. It's called grass. Oh, it's grass. Okay. Duh. But they'll eat it. Yeah. But what's a much burner, a cleaner burning fuel? Grass. Because that's the way we were meant to consume things. Now, I'm not opposed to consuming carbohydrates, but you have to have fibrous carbohydrates. Fibrous carbohydrates are things like blueberries and blackberries mm-hmm. and raspberries apples those kind of things have high fiber now they still have some glucose or not glucose but uh, sugar in them but they also have high fiber content when you have let's say let's say you have uh, an apple let's say it has eight grams of sugar sure but it has six grams of fiber mm-hmm. that's a net gain of only two grams of sugar now because that six grams cancels out so can- you can subtract out. right okay exactly but okay. if you have like Sour Patch Kids, you're probably not going to have no. the fiber in that's, there. That's not going to work, big boy. Okay. It ain't going to work. Damn it. So, so that's not going to work. Now, but getting back to the ketosis, it's mainly obtained through consuming higher amounts of fat, fasting, and the proper exercise. You have to, the body has to make ketones via that way. And like I said, it's not easy to do, mm-hmm. but it can be done. And it takes your body sometimes two, three, four weeks to get into ke- uh, to complete wow. ketosis. Now, there's a way to measure if you're in ketosis also. You can buy um, these things called urine sticks. You, you have to uh, uh, put your urine flow on them. And it'll tell you, it'll give you a color-coded chart how much ke- uh, ketosis you're in. You oh, can, like a pregnancy test. Yeah, you can do it with a breathalyzer. You can do it via blood strips. Blood strips are the most accurate. Mm-hmm. Urine is probably the second most. Breathalyzer is probably the least accurate. 
So you're, you can get these little test devices to see how much of ketosis you are in. Now, you can also tell when you're trying to transition to ketosis because usually with most people that are very sugar dominant, mm-hmm. they rely a lot on carbohydrates. If they make a hardcore turn to try to do keto, they're going to be pretty miserable. Okay, miserable how? Tired, cranky, what? Yes, both. Oh, okay. Tired, cranky, hungry. It's called the keto flu. Yeah. And because now you're trying to transition from your car uh, burning leaded fuel to now unleaded fuel to now diesel. Oh, my. And so that takes a lot of retooling of the system, Mm -hmm. the nervous system in the body. And the body's going to try to reject that. So you have to slowly transition to that. That is why I believe, in my opinion, endogenous is the best way to do it. Okay. So they make these things, and I've seen them like insta-ketones and other things that you can take that supposedly they're, they trick your body into start starting to burn ketones. But I, I'm you threw me on a little flashback here. I remember when I was in high school, I was in college prep history. And I did good the first semester. I got an A. I'm not bragging, but I got an A. No big deal. But I had to work so hard, and I hated it. And so I dropped the class at semester, and I took political science instead, which was an easy A class. And I remember my professor or my teacher saying, Chris, I really wish you would stay in this class. Anytime you take a shortcut in life, you're going to realize there truly are no shortcuts. It takes the hard work to get anything worthwhile. And all of a sudden, I feel like I'm talking to Mr. Shear when I'm hearing you talk about this, that you want to do it the right way, which, of course, is the hard way. Well, yes and no. I mean, yeah, it's hard because it's it's different for us because we are accustomed to having convenient foods. Yeah, amen. I mean, processed foods. We want it now. We want microwave success. We want microwave food. We want microwave instant health. Mm-hmm. It just doesn't happen that way because we live in such a high-tech, convenience-oriented society where everything is processed. It's That's just the way we've been raised. Yeah. Whereas you go to some other countries they don't have the obesity problems we have because people are more active and the foods that they consume aren't quite as processed. Yeah. The, the process of food is what really has doomed us, in my opinion. Uh, processed dairy, processed carbohydrates, uh, even adding additives to meats and, and hormones. And, and I mean, that has really doomed us more than anything else. God, you're making me hungry. And I think this goes back to, and you can correct me if I'm wrong, but you talk a lot about how we are cave people with neckties and cell phones today. Absolutely. And the cave people didn't have access to those no, processed no, foods. No, they didn't. They, what they eat, they eat, they ate mainly vegetation mm-hmm. when the weather was mild. Yeah. And what about in hardcore winter? There was no vegetation. Yes, what'd they eat? Fish. Oh. Bear. Well, whatever they could hunt up, man, that's, yeah. that's, that's what they did. They had to, Yeah, they were hunters and, and gatherers. And we are those same species with the same genome as those individuals, but they didn't have all the processed crap in their eating. Now you might say those people didn't live very long. Well, a lot of them didn't because guess what? In those days, if you had a cut or something, 
you didn't have any medicinal ways of healing, you yeah. probably died. Yeah. Or you got eaten by a, a lion or a tiger or a bear. Oh my. You know? <laughs> so, you know, that just. The, well done. That was just the way it was in those days. Yeah. Now, the people that survived then were truly the strong individuals. You know, there's a saying only the strong survive. Mm -hmm. But in today's society, our health in this country is based upon medications vaccinations yeah i mean that's why people are living longer pretty much it's not because we're healthier it's just because we're just we're better medicated yeah that's that's really the reason now let me get back to keystone for yeah, time yeah here. sorry mct oils coconut oils those are good sources of fat that you should be taking in while you're fasting in particular because those those things i just mentioned will help your body transition more towards ketosis now the biggest benefit of ketones is that your body is burning fat for energy mm -hmm. bottom line that's it right there and that's just a healthier way that your body responds it's better for your brain better for your joints better for your organs better for your eyes better for your skin it reduces the aging process when you're consuming a lot of processed junk in your diet usually carbohydrates it is not good in fact even consuming too much protein can throw you out of ketosis serious because here's what happens the brain is pretty darn smart the way the good lord made us well he made us to survive even when you were dying the brain was trying to keep you alive so let's say that you are starving yourself from carbohydrates mm -hmm. but you're consuming a lot of protein the brain will say okay what i'm going to do i'm going to take that protein i'm going to convert it to glucose now, that term is called gluconeogenesis. Now, that converts wow. protein to glucose. The body does not like doing that. It would prefer more carbohydrates. Now, if you keep your protein levels fairly moderate and your carbohydrate levels really, really low, mm -hmm. and you increase your fat intake, that will transition better towards ketosis. Fat will not convert to glucose. Protein will and carbohydrates will fat will not that blows my mind so that's one of those we've talked about this before adaptive responses of the body absolutely where the body's like okay you're giving me too much protein i got to do something and absolutely. now i'm going to turn this to glucose absolutely protein in conjunction with very low carbs and that's more the paleo way of eating mm -hmm. see there's a difference between this paleo diet and, and keto diet paleo is more high protein Keto is more low, low, low carbs, mm -hmm. high, high, high fat, and moderate to low amounts of protein. And, and is Atkins still a thing anymore, or where does that fall? In all uh, of this? At, you know, actually, the, this whole keto thing kind of evolved from Atkins. Atkins is probably more higher protein, uh -huh. uh, where people are just eating a lot of meats and that sort of thing. Once again, find yourself a professional, ladies and uh -huh. gentlemen that who can monitor what you're doing some people are not going to respond very well to hardcore keto mm -hmm. initially anyway some people are not going to respond well to hardcore fasting some people are not going to respond well to uh extremely low carbohydrates initially if they're hypoglycemic oh yeah uh, if you're pregnant don't do the keto thing okay a young kid who's still growing don't do the keto thing necessarily still consume good whole foods and i'll just leave you with this ladies and gentlemen no matter what you're eating make sure it's good whole foods if you're going to eat bread 
make sure it's the best quality bread you can find. If you're going to drink coffee, drink the best quality coffee. If you're going to have meat, consume the best quality meat you can find. Just don't settle for that garbage processed crap on the shelf because mm-hmm. it's cheap or top ramen. I remember when I was in college, everybody was eating top ramen. Oh, so good. And you know, <laughs> oh man, that stuff is so bad. <laughs> so like the roller meats, you're not going to want to get a hot dog at the quick trip and say, hey, I got my protein. Absolutely not. Yeah. You're yeah. talking trans fats. You're talking heart attack. You're talking stroke. You're talking constipation diarrhea wow i mean (laughs) i mean yeah i went off the rails with that see and um so you want to buy the the good quality whole foods are you talking organic are you are you talking um if you can afford uh, it yes or i'm reluctant always to people buy a ton of organic because organic is kind of a misnomer at times that has also been overblown because let me give an example you can grow a crop that is organic in the previous year. That same land was non-organic. Oh, so they, you got residual stuff yes, in the soil. They were using pesticides and herbicides. Yeah. Or you could have farmer drill across the street and the wind blows over to your side, which is an organic side because the wind is strong because farmer Joe has been using Roundup or something and now it blows over to your stuff and now you got glyphosates. Yeah. Oh. So, it's no, so, it's no, so now it's no longer organic, is it? I say get your vegetables, get your fruits, wash them off thoroughly as much as you can. They even mm-hmm. sell uh, stuff like produce wash in, in health food stores. Yeah. Wash them off and go from there. But get good quality fiber, mm-hmm. good quality fats, good quality carbohydrates, good quality meats. Now, if you're a vegan or vegetarian, once again, good quality. It doesn't matter. Good quality is, is the way to go. Okay. So it sounds like there's lots of benefits from getting into ketosis, I'm glad from burning you said that. ketones. I have a list here. Oh, okay. I'm going to read you right You know what? Now. I'm going to shut up and let you read your list. All right. Keto, cancer, epilepsy. In fact, that's where keto started was, was epilepsy. They did studies on people who are epileptic and put them on almost virtually non-carbohydrate diets and their epilepsy symptoms almost diminished. Wow. Autism, CTE, PSTD. So no way, absolutely way, man. So if you're talking, if you're talking concussions, if you're mm-hmm. talking post trauma, get on a good low carb, high fiber, high fat, moderate protein way of eating in conjunction with the proper exercise. Mm-hmm. That's amazing. Though those conditions that your diet and getting into ketosis can affect. But what I think I've also heard you say is there's not like a, a one-size-fits-all way to get into no. ketosis. There's no one-size, one-way-fits-all anything in health and fitness. This is so individualized. And you know, years ago, when I was a young trainer, I believed that as long as you just eat what you want and just work out, work your ass off, you're yeah. good. I have far, far removed from that. Yeah. It is so scientific. It is so individualized because everybody has their own biochemical footprint. Okay. So let's say somebody wants to get serious about this. They want to learn how to do it for them personally. What do they do? If you want a customized program that's based on your individuality, folks, call me, Roberto Parker. Number is 816-405-7703. That's Innovative Sports Training. My email is 
rwpsports at yahoo.com. Check me out on Facebook at Innovative Sports Training or like me at Roberto Parker. I mean, and you got to like the guy. Come on. He's giving you all this good stuff for free. What's not to like about Roberto? Am I right? Absolutely. Yeah, see, he agrees. So, hey, thanks once again, everybody, for tuning in to Health Detective. Another amazing episode. Uh, hope you learned a lot of good stuff from this. If you are serious about getting healthy, reach out to Roberto. And we will be back next week with another exciting topic on the Health Detective. Thanks for listening to the Health Detective Podcast with Roberto Parker. You can contact Roberto at 816-405-7703 or by email at rwpsports at yahoo.com with any comment or question you may have. Join us next time for the Health Detective Podcast with Roberto Parker. The Health Detective Podcast with Roberto Parker has been a KCTK production produced by Roberto Parker, Chris Whiting, and Paul Lavota. All rights reserved. For more information and content, email us at kctkradio at gmail.com.